Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Hi, Kim. How are you today? Good. Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's a busy day, but I, I pray that the Lord would walk me through each thing that needed to be done. And mm-hmm. it's funny how um, I pray that there's green lights all the way through <laughs> Highway K. And what yeah. did I get? I got green, green lights. lights. Yep. Right so on. God is good and He is yep. faithful. That's right. Yeah. So I know... Um, we kind of wanted to remind people yeah, of why we, we're doing this and how we do it and why. Yeah, we have a reminder. You know, the reminder is this, that, um, you know, we both have gone through seminary and, um, you know, we've learned what we need to learn. We're still learning what we need to learn um, as Christian counselors. Um, But most importantly, we're students of the Word, Mm -hmm. and um, we're learning something every single day. So I guess, you know, what we were talking about is we just want to put it out there that we're learning every day. We've not arrived. We... We don't mm-hmm. we don't have the Bible all figured out. We're still learning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our goal is to um, help people get into the Word yeah. and research some of these things for themselves. Right. Um, you know, we're not we're not ever saying that we are totally right and this is what it is. Yeah. Not absolutely. saying that. Right. Um. And actually, I mean, if, if we say something that somebody doesn't agree with, send it to our email. Because mm-hmm. we we will never stop <clears throat> learning. We yeah. want to keep learning. Yeah, we do. So we, you know, we're, we're always going to be teachable. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always go to the Word. And if um, someone else sees something differently or the Lord, I really do believe that because the Word is alive, that... God will reveal something in the same scripture to me that I needed at that moment that may even look a little different for you because you have to think about it is he's our father, we're his children. Mm -hmm. And it's just like if you had multiple children, you speak differently, don't you, to each child because their personality is different, their Mm -hmm. character is different, their temperament is different. That's right. And so just like the father, you know, he knows how to speak to us. So even you and I, Kim, may mm-hmm. read the same scripture and be like, boy, I got this out of it. And you say, boy, I got this out of it. Right. And it, it, it touched our heart. So what we're doing in these podcasts is really just revealing what God put on our hearts. Yeah, what the Lord is yeah. showing us yeah. with these scriptures. Because, I mean, we don't just come here on, you know, on a recording day and and just say, hey, let's Let's talk about this scripture. I mean, we're talking about scripture mm-hmm. all week yeah. and things that the Lord shows us all week. And so um, that's the thing that mm-hmm. we want to 
bring into the podcast and we're doing this for God's glory it's not for our glory I mean anybody who looks on the podcast I think we have what 23 people listening and you know they're probably our closest friends so I mean we don't we don't have any huge following or anything which you know what the Lord is gonna the Lord is gonna use this however he wants to use it and people you know if people want to share that we're doing this podcast and if you have interest in it fine you know yeah because god is in control yeah he's in control of this this is his podcast yeah just like we run our own counseling ministries is that Mm -hmm. whoever puts in our office is who he wanted there absolutely so yeah we cannot fail then well we put our trust in him and the thing about it is is that you know we've talked about this when we wanted to start a podcast a long time ago um that this is just our way of taking how we study the scriptures and any counseling we put into the podcast to take it outside the four walls that we're in so yeah yeah yeah. because you know even when we're counseling in our offices we're always going to the word and and Mm -hmm. getting the counsel from the word so as we do these we're kind of doing the same thing. Yeah, I mean, we're learning we're learning God's word and how it applies to our lives so we can take that back to our clients and and say this is how it applies to, you know, how it can apply to your life. Now, go and read the word. Yeah. Yeah. Apply it to their heart. Mhm. You can't just read it and not apply it. Right. Yeah. So lately we've been um just really dissecting Revelation. I know in the last two podcasts, we pointed out um, certain scriptures that we meditated on, like, you know, and and it took us to words that we, uh, God wanted us to speak on, which was like blasphemy and blotting out and Mm -hmm. some of the books, like the Book of Life and the Lamb's Lamb's Book Book of Life, Mm -hmm. things like that. So we just thought we are getting so many nuggets out of the letters, the seven letters that we thought we really need in to, Revelation, yeah, yeah. In, in chapter two and three, mm-hmm. and we really just need to maybe slow down, yeah, and go through each letter because these letters apply to today. They do. They apply to us. Yes, yes us believers. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't we start though in chapter one, yeah, verses three, just to get um, get the importance. Of Revelation. Yeah, because, you know, here's the thing. A lot of people don't even want to study Revelation for whatever reason is. But we need to be studying Revelation. Especially now. Right. And some people say, well, we know what's going to happen in the end. Well, yeah, we do. We know where we're going. But still, there's something in Revelation for us to take away. Mm -hmm. And we need to be studying this book. And, you know, there's a lot of symbolism in this book. But when you uh, start breaking things down and you can look at what these symbols mean and then read, read the scriptures, how those, how those symbols mean, then you understand that it applies to us mm-hmm. today. Yeah. But, you know, in Revelation 1, 3, I'm going to read this. Uh, it says, Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy, meaning Revelation, and keep those things which are written in it, 
for the time is near. Mm. And let me just add, that's just one of seven blessings in the book of Revelation. But, you know, the Lord is saying we need to read this book. Yeah. We need to hear he it. He didn't ask us, did no, he? No, no. He said, blessed is going to be those people who read and who hear the words of Revelation. Right. What does blessed mean? Joy. Yeah. So joy is he who reads and those who hear, which is obey Mm -hmm. the words of this prophecy and keep those things. Mm -hmm. So the Lord is, the Lord cannot lie. He's the same yesterday, today, tomorrow. So he's saying you will receive joy. And that is so true because I really dissected, I don't know, maybe it was three years ago, you think, four maybe that we did a revelation study and Mm -hmm. that Totally. That was a Dr. David Jeremiah yeah, study. It totally got me on fire. Mm-hmm. It totally did. And it was Revelation. And this is one of my favorite books. Mm-hmm. Because it, if you read it and you understand it, you will have joy out of it. Yeah. It just, it's, people say Revelation is so scary. No, it isn't scary. When, when you're you, a believer and you understand you and when you read the scriptures in revelation you will find a whole new meaning of revelation Mm -hmm. things will come to you through these scriptures that you're like wow i didn't realize that applies to us and it really makes you see the love and the patience christ has for us grace and mercy yeah grace and mercy and you know as a little girl i was raised in a different type of religion um i won't name what it is but it it was so opposite of what i learned in revelation it's so they taught so opposite of what it really means Mm -hmm. and so it brought fear not the good fear of the lord but the bad fear of the lord that he is um condemning but he's not he isn't no not at all so i have got many blessings out of reading revelation and um so we just wanted to share it with those that are listening yeah and we decided that uh we'd like to just walk through all seven letters to the churches Mm -hmm. um because it it really does apply to us yeah yeah. And people don't realize that. I think they read these letters and think, oh, to the angel of the church of Ephesus, mm-hmm. which is chapter two, verse one, mm-hmm. that they think that, you know, these were churches back in the day. But mm-hmm. nope. um, it applies to the churches yes. and to the people, the believers of today, uh-huh. of today. So should we start with the loveless church, the yes, church of Ephesus? That's the first one. And this is going to be Revelation 2. Um should we read all seven verses or, or one at a time? Um, let's see. Well, let's just uh, let's just read one at a time. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So this is Revelation 2, starting verse 1. To the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. Okay, let's stop right there. Mm -hmm. Um, To the angel of the church of Ephesus. Um, Who's the angel? That's like the the pastor. Mm -hmm. Pastor of the church. Pastor, minister, Mm -hmm. yeah, of the church. Mm -hmm. Um, These things says he, that's a capital H, who holds the seven stars in his right hand. 
What do we say about the seven stars? The seven stars are the, are also the pa the pastors of the church, the churches. Okay, wait a minute. No, they're not no, the no, churches. No. The seven no, golden no, no, lampstands no. later in in chapter one is the churches. Right. The seven but stars. The seven stars are what? Those are the the guardian angels of the seven churches. Mm-hmm. Right. You good with that? That's uh, one of our one of our things that um, one of the symbols, the seven stars. So the seven stars equal um, the seven angels of the churches. Let me just flip my page and let's just go back. Sorry, we lost our page for a minute. Um, Okay, the seven stars, the guardian angels of the seven churches. Okay? Okay. Um, okay, that's in his right hand. Who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. What are the seven golden lampstands? Those are churches. Those are the seven churches mm -hmm. that we're going to be talking about. And you notice where Jesus is? It says he's in the midst of them. Yeah, in the midst. That means... He's in the churches. Right. He's in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. And what we have to remember is that um, he's there, but also the enemy wants to get within the churches. And I think we've seen a lot of that today, where the enemy and division and things happening within the churches are... are Watered down doctrine. Yeah. So um, you definitely have to be on guard about that. Well, and here's my question. How many people out there who are listening to the podcast are going to churches that don't, that their pastors aren't talking about Revelation? Oh, a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's necessary to be talking about Revelation. Right. So, okay. Right. Um, let me see. Let me, I had something else written down here I wanted to say, but let's just, I guess, let's move on. So we're talking about the loveless church in Ephesus. Mm -hmm. um, Verse 2, it says, I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not and have found them liars. I'm going to read verse 3. Mm -hmm. And you have persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. Right. So he Jesus notices all of the things mm -hmm. that these people were doing, that they were laboring, that they were working, that they were doing. They were patient. They, mm -hmm. they could... Um, could detect evil and, and tested those people and uh, that said they were apostles. But they um, weren't. They, right. They persevered. They had mm -hmm. a lot of patience. Mm -hmm. um, but then he says mm -hmm. what? I love this word. In You've verse not, 4. Oh, nevertheless. Nevertheless. Uh-huh. Now here's where he... Here's where he says, okay, like, I know what you did and what you were doing. Mm -hmm. And that's all great and everything. Um, nevertheless, then he says, I have this against you. Mm. Ouch. Okay. What? Okay. What is it? That you have left your first love. Who's the first love? Jesus. Yeah. That's what we counsel is that 
Jesus needs to be your first love even before your spouse. Well, and you know, the the triangle I always share with my clients is, um, you know, God is at the top of that Mm -hmm. um, triangle. Then it's um, you and your spouse. Mm -hmm. Then it's your kids and extended family. Then it's your job. Then it's the church. Pastors hate that. Then it's any ministries that you're in, any Mm -hmm. volunteering, any extracurricular. That's God's balance for us. But God has to be up at the top. Right. Otherwise, you're not going to, any of those areas of your life is not going to be blessed. Because if you just stick God in where church is, well, you may get some blessing at church and then some blessing in your ministry or extracurricular that you do. But what about, what about with your spouse, your yeah. family, your job? Yeah. Right. You know, God, God flows down. Right. So. Right. Absolutely. And you know, how many people are out there just checking off, I did this, I did that, I did this for the Lord, I got that done, check, 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 mm-hmm. but your heart's not in it. That's yeah, what he's saying. That's what he's saying. He's pretty much saying, I know you did all these things, but, but you know, you lost your love for me. Like, where's your heart? Yeah, where's your heart? And did you keep me first? Right. Like, have you kept me first? Like, you're doing all of the things, but works ain't going to get you into heaven. Right. It's just not, it, does, it doesn't work that way. And it just goes to show, it goes to show that, that, that in a sense, God doesn't care about you doing all this work. He cares about your heart and having, knowing you, having a relationship with you. Right. And I mean, out of that relationship, because you do love the Lord so much, that's where that uh, doing those things are going to flow out of. It's going to flow out of the love of, of for Jesus. Because mm-hmm. what happens if you keep doing and your heart's not in it? You just wear it's, out. Well, you, you do. It's you a wear burden. Out. It's worthless, actually. Yeah, you re- you just uh, you dread doing those things eventually because your heart's not in it. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're if you're doing ministry at a church and your heart is not in it, you should pull yourself out of that. Yes, because you're not. You're not, I believe you're not going to produce any good fruit then. Mm -hmm. I mean, you may be getting things done, Mm -hmm. um, but gosh, that's not what the Lord wants. So, you know, you, this just came to mind. You can't even allow your church to, and I know they don't mean to do this, but pressure you into doing a ministry because there's a need. Because you may not be the person that can fill that need. Well, you know what? Here's... Something I learned long, long time ago. Um, it is okay to say no. Uh-huh. Because if you say no, that's going to be a blessing to you. And you just open the door wide open for somebody else's yes. Mm-hmm. And that's going to bless them. I always tell, I tell clients, you know, a nice, polite way. Because a lot of people don't know how to say no. Mm-hmm. It would be, you know, um, just to say something like, well, I, I feel like the Lord is calling me in a different area a different Mm -hmm. ministry um and you know we should always be seeking the lord's direction on any decision we make you know we did a 
we did a kind of like a recording on prayer where that's what Christ did. He mm-hmm. always seeked direction mm-hmm. from the Father mm-hmm. in absolutely everything. Everything, everything he and did. And I know sometimes we, we just don't do that. We just, we don't go to the Lord and, and ask. We need to, though. We do. I mean, just think about Christ did it. He was perfect. Why do we think we don't need to do that? I, I, that's I just, know. I can't. We and are. I'm guilty of it too. Oh, I'm not I saying I, I haven't. Absolutely. But why do we think we don't need to do that when Christ did that constantly? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just if we just ponder on that, maybe we'll yeah, be right. more aware. Yeah. That we need to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's saying, nevertheless, I have this against you that you have left your first love. Okay, we know that that is we. You know, he's saying you you left me. You you forgot. Right. You know, you were on fire. That's for a me. good point. It says you have left. Yeah, you have left. He did. He Jesus has never left us. Exactly. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He is saying here in red letter, you have left your first love. And that's a good point because if you're starting to feel like I'm doing all these things for the church, why don't I feel Christ? Like, isn't this what He wants me to do? We we have a problem. We have the problem in our heart. Yeah. Because Christ is there. You're not, you lost the whole reason of doing it. And the whole purpose of you doing it, it it's to glorify the Lord. Yeah. Not to glorify you, not to right. get a pat on the back, not to this. get a, ad, you know, an attaboy or anything like that. It, what you're doing should be glorifying the Lord. Yeah, so if even if we pondered that everything that we do is for Christ because you know, like it says, if you do for you do for one, you're doing for the for Christ because we're all his children. Mm-hmm. So if you do for his children, mm-hmm. you're doing for him. So we have to make sure our heart is right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Should we go to 5? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 5 says, "Remember therefore from where you have fallen." Mm. Now he's now he's telling you something. He's saying, repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from your place, unless you repent. Do you notice repent is twice in that scripture? Yes. He repeated himself. Mm -hmm. And he's saying to go back and reflect to where you lost your love. Mm -hmm. What moment was that? What happened? What was the distraction? And what were you doing before that when you were on fire for Christ? When you um, had such a passion to want to do these things for Him, not just, again, like you said, for your own glory or because you have to, but you wanted to do these things. When was that? Mm-hmm. And then He's given us another chance just mm. to repent and, you know, ask for forgiveness for the way your heart was or, or your motives or what your attitude was at the time. I was going to say the attitude. Mm-hmm. The attitude has has to change. Yeah. <clears throat> and he wants you to go back and do those things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not it's not it's not hard. Think about it. It's not it's not complicated. It's not simple. He's telling it is you it, it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> it's not complicated. It's very simple. Right. You just go back to do the things that had you on fire for him. Mm-hmm. 
So repent. Mm-hmm. We have to be a repentant people. And don't you think through all the shutdown and COVID and everything that, I mean, the Lord is saying, come on, people, I need you to come back to me. Yeah. You have lost your first love. Right. Repent. Mm-hmm. Just repent and come back. And I wrote a little note on there because, um, you know, he says, I'll come to you quickly. And what I got out of that, and, and it says, and remove your lampstand from its place, is that we, we don't have any more time. There, there's going to be a time where God says you're out of time. Yeah. So yes. why do you want to play around with the time that you do have? Exactly. I don't. Because we don't, we don't know how much time is left. Right. Like the, Lord, the Lord could call any one of us today to go home. Right. We've got to be in the best way yeah. with the Lord. Like what Jesus was doing. He was doing his father's work mm-hmm. up until the day he took his last breath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because honestly, I mean, I know a lot of us look forward to retirement. But really, there's no retirement We're in not going to be doing anything I different, know. girl. <laughs> we're not. We're it's just going to be the... It's, but you know, it's when you're in God's will, it is joyful. So why it would is you joyful. stop? Why, I mean, it's yeah. not work. It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like work because we get to, you know, we found the purpose. We found what we're supposed to be doing. And like we get to talk about Jesus all day. And I mean, we just had this conversation, Naomi, about all the people that we get to meet like i was looking for um an old client's file Mm -hmm. um and i was just digging around some boxes and i kept thinking lord you have been good to me and over 10 years you have been good to me because you know i had this thought i need to count how many people the lord has brought to me wow that would be interesting because i haven't advertised Exactly. Right. And I, I mean, I, I just, I don't, for me, it, that's not something I'm interested in. Um, it's word of mouth mm-hmm. for, you know, for our counseling practice. But I just thought as I was shuffling through all those files, Lord, you have been good to me. You have brought, faithful. you have brought people to me and all of these people, we get to hear their story. That that's just amazing to me. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. It is. It's very fulfilling and Mm -hmm. it's very joyful to be in God's will and doing what he wants you to do. Because like I said earlier, um, when you're doing that, you cannot fail. Right. When you're in his will, you will not fail. Exactly. And, you know, the thing about it is, is like, do we get tired? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you sit here and you know as counselors and you listen to some of these stories of things that people have walked through it it is exhausting Mm -hmm. um and you just wonder wow lord you you're truly gonna have to help me with this one yeah we get tired out with this Mm -hmm. um but at the end of the day you know we can truly say okay that was that was a good day's work you know yeah and he always revives us doesn't even fill fill us fill us up but we do have to do our part we have to go to the word we have to go to him in prayer Mm -hmm. and know that he's our strength Mm -hmm. just anyone listening he is your strength um he he's the one that will overfill your cup 
mm-hmm. so that you can endure another day. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See, he didn't leave us helpless. Mm-mm. No. To because ourselves. again, I mean, you know, we we aren't counselors that say, oh, we could handle every single type of situation that comes in into our office no like we we know where the lord has us who uh and what kind of situations he wants us to counsel Mm -hmm. and uh when we when we know that is not the lane we're supposed that you know uh, something comes into us that's not our lane that the lord has us in Mm -hmm. then obviously we were we refer out to people who are Mm-hmm. better equipped in those areas but um girl i don't even know how we got off on okay that. uh-oh let's go back <laughs> we're on six yes verse six we probably can read six and seven okay. it says but this you have that you hate the deeds of the nicolaitans which i also hate he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches to him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Mm. Isn't that neat to see the tree of life is, is just, um, it's still there. It's in the midst of the paradise of God. Yeah. That's kind of a neat thought. Yeah, but you know what? The word that I love overcomes. Mm-hmm. To him who overcomes. Listen, our faith in the Lord um that's that's a journey you know we're on a journey Mm -hmm. um and and he's saying you know the lord has never said this was going to be easy as believers because at times it isn't you know sometimes you lose family you lose friends Mm -hmm. um you know as long as you don't compromise the word and you know where the Lord has you, then, you know, sometimes that happens. Um, yeah, and I think it's important to note that he says, um, let him hear what the Spirit, it's capital S, mm-hmm. says to the churches. So let him hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to the churches, which which goes back to, um, ties in with the verse uh, 2 that that you have tested those who say they're apostles. So, there are many false prophets out there. There are many people that are speaking untruth, unbiblical things, yeah. which is why you within need the to, church. Yes, yes, which is why you need to know your Bible, so that when something is spoken, and sometimes it could be even one slight word, right, that could is off. But mm-hmm. if you have to know your Bible personally, so that you can recognize these what false is, prophets yeah and, what is not right mm-hmm. see if you're in your word and you know god's word there should be no question when something does not sound right, right. um you don't have to wonder because also when you're walking with the holy spirit he'll give you that nudge like oh that doesn't sound right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know that's that that's the holy spirit within you saying you better research that or dig a little further into that that's when the spirit is talking and saying Mm -hmm. red flag yeah so you don't want to ignore that right Mm -hmm. and and we've had experiences like that and we've even like bounced things off of each other and with the other ladies in our study like ooh, like i don't i don't think that's okay Mm -hmm. um yeah 
So I guess... Can I just a, read something, though, yeah. uh, about overcomes mm-hmm. where, you know, we're all overcomers as believers, right? But mm-hmm. in my Bible, it says all believers are overcomers, but those who remain faithful in the midst of persecution and doctrinal error give proof to their faith. This is the primary emphasis in Revelation. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Which that ties in how I was going to, you know, wrap it up is what is what is Christ telling us to overcome? What what do we need to do from the and learn from the loveless church? First we need to ask ourselves are we in the loveless church? Are we are we are one we of in those in a loveless yeah, church? Are we one of those in that um and are we doing, 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 and our heart is not right. Our heart mm-hmm. is not doing it for Christ. We Do we not have passion for him? Do we? Did we lose our first love? Well, and also, you know, the loveless church repre- uh, represented the danger of forsaking the love that characterized believers when they first trusted Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to look at that, you know, and I think I've, I've also said... Um, you know, when we read these letters that we have to ask the question, have I become yeah. like the loveless church? And, and what do I need to do to change if, if I have become um, like one of these churches? Right, which, which Jesus is saying, repent. We need to first repent mm-hmm. and then go back. To what we first did what we remember yes yeah Absolutely. so um you know i think uh i think this is good naomi we have to really look at who we are in these seven churches mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. i think we covered that one i think Pretty we good. did and you know what jesus first right yep make him your first love that's and right. everything else will fall into place that's right all right have a good day yeah you too Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.